0: Hello, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. No matter what time of day it is for you, I hope you're having a wonderful day. I sure am because the Chicago Bears have just now traded the first overall pick to the Carolina Panthers. And we're going to be diving into that as long as, or as or well as the Aaron Rodgers thing going on with New York right now. All in today's episode of 4th and 2 on the 26th. This is episode number 9 and I am your host, Ian Southwell. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Let's get right into it. Um, Ever since week 19, not 19, ever since week 18, I have been waiting for this news. And as of 36 minutes ago, as reported by WGN News Chicago, we have gotten in compensation for the first overall pick, the ninth overall pick, 61st overall pick, next year's first, and the year after that's second. We have just fleeced the Carolina Panthers gentlemen uh we also got wide receiver dj moore and we're gonna be explaining what that means for our backfield and how that fixes a lot of our problems here in a moment uh but as well as that we have the draft coming up very soon it's within the next 50 days um and i i did want to save this for the end but i think it's just the best that i just get right to it um i'm gonna do one more episode uh, right after the draft, and then that's it for season one of Fourth and Two on the Twenty Six, uh, which it's kind of weird. I kind of started this just to see where it would go, and it's been awesome. Uh, so thank all you guys for your help. Thank uh, <laughs> thank everyone who's listened in, who's shared, um, and the one person who has come onto the show, that being Troy. Uh, So thank you, Troy. Thank you for everyone who uh, who helped to get to the top 20% of most shared podcasts in the world last year, which is wonderful. Most of them being through direct links. You guys were just sharing away and I love it. Absolutely love it. And uh, I hope to have more people like Troy on uh, next season. People that'll just come on, we'll talk football and just chill. So I hope to have uh, more people like that on. And it's... It's absolutely wonderful. Thank you guys so much for all the support. Thank you for for uh, listening and just sticking with it. I've loved the experience so far, and I, I hope you guys continue to love it. But uh, I, I didn't want to be so long-winded with that. My bad. I spent almost a whole minute doing that. Uh, but as I said earlier, we now have the right to wide receiver DJ Borg. Now, we have said, by we, I mean I... That our wide receiver core really gets bashed on for no great reason. We have reliable guys like um, Darnell Moody, Chase Claypool, and now we have DJ Moore. And I said all the way back at the beginning of the season when the Carolina Panthers were shopping their guys and they traded Christian McCaffrey to the 49ers, I said, bring DJ over the Chicago Bears. And I was right. Eventually, I was just half a year ahead of my time, you know? <laughs> But um, I, I think we can now say that our wide receiver core isn't that big of an issue. I mean, we're going to be able to have those reliable guys. Are they explosive? No, absolutely not. But are they reliable? Yes. And are they guys who can get the ball into the end zone and people that we can trust Justin Fields to throw to? Absolutely 100%. One thing I can't trust, though, is Justin Fields not getting sacked over and over over and over (laughs) which is why I think we should consider a few things with this draft now that we have the ninth overall pick other than the first we need to accept that we are not going to be having those big name playmakers on the defense coming out of college that being Will Anderson Jr. out of Alabama or Jalen Carter out of Georgia Jalen Carter is probably going to drop a few rounds not rounds drop a few spots due to the whole might have killed the guy thing will anderson i do expect him to be a top three pick most likely, to, the most likely to carolina or not carolina arizona my bad and we're just gonna see where that goes but now that we are drafting at nine rather than one we need to accept that and i think one guy we should look at is tyree wilson out of texas tech he's right now projected to be seventh overall pick so we would need him to fall a few spots uh two to be specific Um, And if that doesn't work out, we should definitely consider uh, looking at Northwestern offensive lineman Peter Skaronsky. We're going to need Justin Fields to have time to throw. We got the guys that he's got to throw to, we need his time to throw, but above all else, we need the defense to stick up with it. So we're going to need those, we're just going to need pieces to click. Just because of this trade, we're not going to instantly become a championship caliber team, but this is a good step in the right direction. Now that we've pulled this off, we need to take a look at something, and that is not only that, um, well, as well as that, I forgot to mention this, but we now have a 7th round compensatory draft pick from, oh, I forget which policy it was from, uh, but we now have a 7th round draft pick as well, coming out of the NFL, or just, you know, um, I forgot what it was, <laughs> but... Essentially the Bears organization did something, uh usually got rid of player or not a player, but a uh somebody in the office in the front office that was doing something and in exchange we got a seventh round pick, which is wonderful. And Bill Belichick said a while back, uh something along the lines of people in those early rounds They sell tickets, they get people in seats, but it's the people in those later rounds that build championship-caliber teams, and I think that's absolutely true in every facet of the saying. Um, As well as that, we have Jack Sanborn, who's a prime example of that. He stepped up as an undrafted free agent rookie in a Roquanless backfield and recorded 49 total tackles and two sacks, which is just incredible. Are we gonna expect to have that kind of performance out of a guy from a school you never heard of no but we can expect people like this to step up in later rounds and do things that are well not to this caliber that aren't going to be incredible but to a caliber that they're going to be reliable and they're going to be working yeah yeah (laughs) oh But moving on from that, we now have Carolina on the clock. I expect them to be taking Bryce Young at the first overall pick, but we'll see what happens. Moving on from that, we have other news within the division, that being Aaron Rodgers has had talks with the New York Jets. Usually I would shoo this away and say that it's nothing big, but as an avid Aaron Rodgers hater, um, I looked looked into a little bit. And because he's still under contract, it's the same thing that happened with the Miami Dolphins surrendering their first overall draft pick, or not their first, their first round draft pick, because they were trying to recruit Tom Brady while he was still with the, um, I believe he was still with the Patriots at the time, but I could be wrong. I didn't look into it too much. Essentially, what we're looking at is, um, what are we looking at? What was was I about to say? (laughs) i completely forgot um tampering something about tampering i forgot yes aaron Rodgers, (laughs) because there haven't been any tampering charges filed nothing like that from the from the packers to the jets that means that they had to give him permission to seek trades not trades but to seek talks with the jets to visit have them visit him however it worked out That did not go unbeknowingly of Robert Gutkeist and the Packers' front office. What that means is that it's very possible that compensation talks have already occurred and the Packers know what they're going to get in exchange for Aaron Rodgers. As much as the next guy, I would love to see him out of the league, but I would hate to see the Green Bay Packers get decent uh, compensation. So what I hope to get out of that is maybe Aaron Rodgers in exchange for a first and a second. I think that's the best case scenario. Um, As much as you have to admit, he has an incredible football player, uh, even in his age of 39, making him, I believe, the oldest quarterback in the NFL, Um, which is just, it's incredible that he's been able to play this, well, play this long and not be, you know, horrible. Well, he is, um, uh, according to me, if, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> what was I getting to? Yeah, my bad, my bad. He is the oldest. Um, thank you to Stat Muse for that. But at this point, I'm just rambling, and I, I do think I'm going to wrap it up. I already did my my goodbyes to season one. Thanked all of you for listening. Um, so, yeah, uh, we're going to be doing one more episode right after the draft. I'm going to be trying to get in contact with people. We're going to get one more episode with just, just seeing what goes on uh, and seeing how this rolls out, and we're going to see what happens. Because right now, that's been my attitude. I didn't really want to put this up and throw rumors and BS around before anything. But now we got it. And this has been, um, for now, the first season of 4th and 2 on the 26th. So thank you all for tuning in once again. This has been episode 9 of 4th and 2 on the 26th. I have been your host, Ian Southwell. And thank you for tuning in. Have a good morning. Have a good evening. Have a good afternoon. Whatever it is, I hope you have a good one. And as always, goodbye and bear down.